0: Everybody, welcome back to Core. This is Core, uh, episode 256. That's how many colors my first VGA monitor could produce. It was a good time. 256, yeah. Oh, yeah. Long time ago, biggest we... hard, first hard drive I ever got was a 256 megabyte hard drive.
1: Is it really 256? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Those were the days. I mean, it's a higher number than I thought. So
0: I think that might even be the biggest or the, the first um, USB drive I ever bought was a 250 megabyte USB drive. It just feels like i got a lot of 256s in my life over time.
1: Yeah, 256s, if you've been into computers at all, 256
0: comes up quite a bit. Yeah, it comes up a lot. Then you go invisible. 512, and then you get up to your uh, your 7. No, no. What do you do after 512? You go... Uh, 1024. 1024, yeah. 1024 to 2048... And do you remember when 1024 by 768 was like the ultimate resolution you could have? And it was so cool. And anyone who had that was like better than you. Oh, man.
1: That was the high def of that time. You were like, oh, man. Yeah. These are so small. Right. (laughs) I can't see the pixels. And I think the colors,
0: they jumped the colors up to like 16,000 or something. And it was just like a whole new world. And then we were all getting cancer from those tubes. And now, now we got these nice flat panels. I'm looking at you in 4K. Bo was Bo never looked better in 4K than right now. Everybody, wow, that's nice. I'm
1: still on the old 1080P, so I'm a little <laughs> dinosaur tech over here. But
0: well, don't worry, you'll be there before you know it. Uh, I'll tell you this: I'm we're to shopping. We're we're uh, we're down. One of us, uh, John, is is okay, but he's a dad now, and as a result, lots of dad requirements happen when you're a dad. And uh, he's very busy with the first week or week and a half of the child's life, as you might imagine. Uh, we're super stoked for him, but as a result, he is uh, tied up tonight. And uh, he knows that if he wants to pop in here late, he can. But it sounds like things are pretty nuts, so I don't think we're going to see him uh, for the duration of the show tonight. But uh, wish him well. The baby's great, healthy, happy little guy, sucking on a binky. Uh, what else do you do when you're that little? Nut- he's and pooping. Taking after his father. It looks like he's got a nice head for sticking cans on. Yeah, It looks like John. Uh, makes a face like John. Like when he's, you can tell when he's got gas or he's irritated or his diaper's full. He's got a little John face going. Just totally like John. Uh, in every way that is his child so uh, we're stoked for him and we can't wait to see uh, that kid and him soon and Bo it's good to have you back how are you how are you doing you're good everything's good I'm doing good
1: yeah Yeah, I mean it's been a little while we we didn't have a show last week and I've been away but uh, it's it's good to be here I've been playing lots of video games they're they are soothing for the soul yeah they're calming and um, they sure can be I'm glad we have them. <laughs> You're really grateful video games exist. I'm glad. Well, yeah. I mean, they've only existed in the past, you know, 50 years,
0: maybe 40 years. I wonder we live in a rarefied time if you think about it. Cause that stuff is, let's see. I mean, practically people couldn't get video games in their home homes until what? Mid seventies. And anything prior to that would have been stuff that was getting worked on at MIT in the late sixties, early seventies. So like, in our lifetimes, this all came about and exists, and it's great. I love it. Let's celebrate it. But if
1: but if you're feeling kind of down, you couldn't spend a weekend, you know, playing <laughs> Missile Command all right? Like that only became a thing when maybe like Final Fantasy and Legend of Zelda started to hit hit our homes. That's that, true that's to me when when those long weekends or Kid Icarus and on the nest, like the nest, really sort of heralded the whole like uh, I'm just gonna stay in and play
0: video. Yeah, I think even more than the the atari 2600 but it's funny you mentioned missile command because in all reality i could do that exact thing when i was in junior high because we had a missile command in the house mm-hmm. had free play on it well actually I had to open the front door and flick a little button in there
1: oh you had the arcade like the yeah the stand-up. arcade machine That's and
0: uh because my dad ran arcades when i was in that age range and um so i could whittle away a weekend on on uh the official version of of Missile Command. Yeah,
1: but is it that like, even though it, I remember it being amazing, like I know I played a lot of River Raid. I loved River, oh, Raid. River Raid, and I had I had a actual stick with the button on top when yeah. I played it. But I don't know that I felt like the, the the attention span on that was finite. I don't think I could do a weekend bender of River Raid.
0: Probably uh, or, not. You
1: know, Warlords or yeah. Uh, I think I had a kangaroo game. Oh, at dude, one point.
0: Warlords was great. I love that game.
1: Yeah, the kangaroo. Just, game. You know
0: what was the kangaroo game? Hold on, I don't know. There's a kangaroo one on Atari.
1: Where it was a kangaroo, <laughs> and you had a boxing glove, uh-huh. and you know the graphics weren't all that great. That's what I remember. It was kind of platformy. Yeah, I can't remember what it was called. And so what though. you Maybe, were like? You had
0: the gloves, and you'd you'd was it multiplayer? You'd punch somebody else using the other controller.
1: No, it was a single player. Like think a kangaroo. Let me just kangaroo Atari. Let me just see what it was called. Yeah, here. I'm curious it's called about kangaroo. That. It's kangaroo. Called kangaroo. <laughs> it's literally that's called kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I remember having that one. Oh, it's actually really kind of funny. like a platformy adventure game of some kind. I think.
0: Oh yeah, look at this thing. Oh, I have some memory of this of the box. I remember this yeah. box. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: basically, it's like you
0: just. It okay, looks like ass. Yeah, <laughs> it looks so for funny. sure.
1: And the refresh rate has got awful too. On it, I remember that as
0: well. Oh, here's a little sound from it. It's all on my left ear though. Does this bring back memories? Can you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching some video too.
1: and I think the hit detection on the game was awful as yeah, well. It like, doesn't you
0: know, look good.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. That's but fantastic. hey, it's what we had, you know. I uh, could spend hours and hours
0: playing on like this.
1: What's ultimately just a really terrible video game.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, it, but it's what we had. Standards. You're right. It's what we had. And some standouts are still there. Like combat was actually fun. Um, there are better versions of that now, but still kind of a fun idea. Just you and your buddy and driving tanks around stuff and trying to kill each other. It's like, you know, we were, we were going to do that for a long time with, with video games and still do to this day, but a lot of it just didn't hold up. And, uh, but it's what we had. So now we have this and I think it's great and we're just living in it, soaking in it. Freaking 4k UHD 60 frame per second content, man. That's, that's the time we're in now.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's almost, we have to start, uh, enjoying the time we're in because apparently we're going to be st- playing augmented reality stuff
0: soon. If Yeah. What if do you think John's kids like John's kid when he's 15, what's he going to care about?
1: No, I mean, God. I just think they're going to be like looking at each other through the augmented reality glasses and posing as, you know, we'll be able to be Rainer, <laughs> you know, like I'll get on a business call and be like, uh howdy folks (laughs) i'm jim rayner and i approve this year teleconference
0: Uh, call you know something like that i'm into your psycho future i think it sounds fantastic. i don't know why jim rayner maybe it'd be mario
1: you know what i mean like everyone's gonna like i just picture the future of corporate of corporations being everyone's uh, a video game avatar
0: yeah i mean at some point somebody in the 80s looked at us as kids and said uh what's your world of games gonna be like you know, imagine how, how cool this stuff is now. Play Galaga now. Ooh, wow, it's like outer space or whatever. I wonder what it'll be like when you're older. And they were kind of right in having all that wonder because think about where we are. Think of things like Elite Dangerous and um, the freaking No Man's Sky and like where we've gone with the construct of video game and space, uh, like outer space-based video games. It's crazy if you think about and it. And everyone's everyone's playing a game i i know i won't say everyone there are holdouts
1: but like you know there are gamers but then there's you know people who don't consider themselves gamers still have their you know bejeweled or whatever the yeah the thing is dope wars or something like that <laughs> or oh, you know that? like everyone's uh, playing a game on a phone on a device somewhere it's it's really um it's really gotten around so didn't, it's, it's kind of hard to imagine a world where absolutely there are people who just have no concept of video games which yeah. was the case like 30 years ago yeah I there's some like there's still some
0: like middle of the continent south american tribe that no one's talked to yet maybe but yeah. for the most part everybody like you, you see mario you know who it is and Can i imagine being one of them and, and like seeing like final fantasy 7 <laughs> remake for the first time <laughs> Like what would you even make of it? You wouldn't even know what to what call it. What is this it.
1: wizardry? <laughs> yeah.
0: Like <laughs> you wouldn't know what to call it. You never even seen one of the first version in ninety seven. And that was pretty cool for its time. Like it's yeah. just a crazy time. I don't know. I love I like this part of of the industry itself. I love how fast it grows and I love being able to see what ten years looks like from a gamer's perspective. It's good for you once in a while, I think, to look at things like that. So so what we're saying is yes, video games, they're great. Keep them coming, video games. Now this. We are going to dive into a little... We just hadn't had a chance to do this yet. So, um, thankfully, the last couple of weeks have been a little slow on overall game announcements type stuff. There's not a ton going on. Um, And so, a lot of people are just sort of playing what they've got. A lot of Valheim out there. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um that sort of stuff also i guess uh epic bought uh the the fall guys studio so for some reason they're way into making sure they control the fall guys might be uh moving forward so there's some there's bits and pieces but none of it was super interesting to us so we're like you know what we never really had a chance to talk about what happened at blizzcon line and whether we're excited about any of it or disappointed by any of it or or whatever um it was a pretty crazy week for me because i was Mentally, kind of tied up in the Q and A, uh, which happened that Saturday, but there were a couple of things that dropped uh, that were significant that made me excited. One of them was, for example, the Diablo Four Rogue class reveal. Uh, seems like the, they should just call her the Ear Collector because that's pretty much what that whole thing was. <laughs> um, so that that game continues to be obviously on our radar. But like, how are you feeling? What's your Diablo temperature these days? Is it? Are you still like, man, can't wait for four? Might even get by on Immortal for a few weeks, just to tide me over. Like I, you were the other, like a couple of weeks ago, you were talking about looking for an action RPG again. So, how do you feel now after seeing that? I mean, I went looking around, I didn't find anything, and I played Diablo three.
1: <laughs> played in the new season last. I just and I was kind of half bored because I'm like I've done this so many times. Yeah. So i I just. Regardless of what you might say, or I don't think there's, I think actually a lot of the stuff's been well received, but, you know, people have their, oh, Blizzard, you know, issues. Um, I am optimistic about, the you know, I just, it's going to be good. I'm going to enjoy it. I, I have a lot of faith that it's going to be great. So I just, I need it now. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so everything that I'm seeing looks cool. They're going for the edgy, whole gothic, grimdark stuff and, you yeah. know. I mean, I honestly don't
0: even care that much. I just need a new clicking game that is well made. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the company to do it. So, I might um, have I might have a little something for you later. I played something last night that really <laughs> grabbed me like bad, and a lot of people are talking about it. I'm it's not. I'm not the only person, um, but
1: I'll I listen- think I know what you're
0: talking about. Yeah, <laughs> it's, Kyle's been playing think, it. It's like overwhelmingly yeah. positive on Steam. It's a little out of control. And I didn't see it coming.
1: Oh, has it moved to overwhelmingly? When I saw it, it was very positive. It's overwhelmingly
0: so, as of now, um, which is us- usually and, and, means pretty much nothing negative has happened um, during well, the good. first day of launch. Yeah, it's a uh, it's. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit later. The game is called um, uh, Loop Hero, or is it Hero Loop?
1: Uh, no, Loop Hero. Is loop the Hero. Game. It's the I kind like of like Hero game, Loop yeah. better.
0: It sounds funner, uh, or it sounds easier to say. But Hero anyway, Loop. Man, did I get. <laughs> and I get sunk into that freaking damn thing and it's only 12 bucks right now. So later I will tell you why that is the best buy in gaming at the moment. It's uh, a real booger, that game. It's very, very good. Anyway, we'll get to that in a second. What else did we add? We had Diablo two remaster. Now this was not, this was not, not controversial on our stream. Uh, we had a couple of us that were pretty excited. Myself and Kyle Ferguson, pretty stoked for how that D two remastered, resurrected, wherever they're calling it. looked it looked good to us. Uh, garrett and jocelyn could kind of care less and if in in the case of garrett he seemed to adamantly kind of hate it uh and i don't know why i still haven't really re- made a resolution with those guys about why they felt the way they did i guess joss just isn't a not really a diablo person so i can see that from her but garrett really like actively disliked what he was seeing <laughs> i thought it looked great i thought it looked awesome like I can I can hear it now. <laughs> you probably can. It was visually yeah. cool looking. It's basically um, the one thing they didn't really say in the opener, but talked about later. It's basically a 3D engine, but you know, locked into. It's not it's not Diablo 3's engine, but it's basically locking that game into what it used to feel like. But it's got like real time lighting effects, and they're based on a 3D lighting effect system, and like all of that. This is not a sprite based game.
1: I, I was, like, shocked to hear that that little bit that you said. Right. Not in a bad way, but because th- I guess um, the game operates at a certain amount of ticks or whatever, units of measurement that right. were a limitation of the design at that point, so they preserved that right. in the game. And like you said, they, they're draping all the fanciness over top of it. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a part of people, when I think they hear that, would say, well, it's 2012 or 2021. Let's, you know let's make the game better. But their argument was that it would ruin the being such an iconic game, like what some people would want that would make it great for them. And I'm kind of in this camp. I kind of want them to, you know, lean that way. I, they explained the rationale in such a way as like, okay, it's going to ruin it for some other people who play the old game, who want it to behave exactly like the old game.
0: Yeah. in their mind Diablo two as a remaster needs to be as Diablo two as humanly possible, where, Um, You know, something like Final Fantasy VII getting a uh, complete reimagination, basically, of that game is, I think, an easier task to to pull because I don't think anybody is longing for how that game played or looked necessarily in 1997. Preserving that's not what's important. Preserving the characters and the story and then blowing out that world seems important to them. In the case of Diablo, people that play 2 play it very specifically for a bunch of reasons. And it needed to adhere to that, so I wasn't surprised to hear about their over adherence to those systems, to the movement, to the everything down to like hitbox and how often um, you strike somebody, or you know, weapon the way weapons behave, all that stuff. They've had to preserve it, but also make it look really nice. I think I am okay with that halfway point because that's a good sort of I don't know way of uh, like preserving what people like about Diablo two, bringing it a little bit into the modern era. I mean, remember that game at launch only brand at 800 by 600, by the way, locked, locked resolution was 800 by 600 in that game. And they later bumped you to 1024 by 768, but only with a patch. And it was way later. It was years later. That's weird. Even for 2000 and 2001 standards. Um, And I remember people complaining at the time because a lot of people were going 3D with games and they were like, nope, 2D sprites. That's what we do here at Blizzard. And not until Warcraft three would we see their first 3D attempt, but Anyway, my point is, um, the the look. I think I think it's a good mix of those two things. They're adherent to the original, with a flourish on the on the on the modern, and then that's okay because this is all happening in the sunlight. That is Diablo Four is coming. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, what you yeah. want, what you're asking for is coming in the form of yes, a whole new exact,
1: game. That's exactly part of it. Right. Yes, <laughs> like right. We're going to get a Diablo 4, so that's, yeah, that's exactly also what made it go down easy, was that aspect of like, yeah, okay, it's Diablo 2, I'm going to play it while waiting for Diablo 4, and, you know, if I'm unhappy with the fact that it plays too much like an old school game, uh, well, there's they're making something else, so...
0: Well, that's why people were pissed when Diablo Immortal was announced in 2018. They hadn't yet announced Diablo 4, which we wouldn't get an announcement for another year. And so that just looked bad because now you're saying, well, here's a little half-assed Diablo. Where's real Diablo? But in this case, now we have real Diablo coming, not right away, but coming. And in light of that, you can do your little, not half-assed, but you can do your, your, your remastered in the middle of that and say, well, this is a separate tier. This is like Diablo retro tier, and over here we have Diablo Current, which is three, and then when four comes out, that will now be a, uh, three will be a classic, and, you know, I can kind of see why they would want to PR this the way they did. Um, yeah. But I also yeah, understand it's, what it's you're not, saying. It's not going to it's not gonna
1: be a Final Fantasy 7 remake situation where they no. literally, like, it's kind of good that they use the word remake for that game, because I, I think really also, when we're talking rematch, like, expectations are going to be high there's a lot of people who played a ton of Diablo 2 who are now going to you know live in the streaming era of Diablo 2 and have pretty high expectations on what this game is going to mean for like a, on a more community like buzzworthy sort of level yeah. and i like we saw that with Warcraft 3 where it's like oh my god oh, Warcraft 3 is going to be a huge esports scene and and you know the reception like i think there definitely wasn't there was some element, and I, I watched a video by Grubby recently where he reviewed a year on in Warcraft 3 and there, he definitely pointed out some some stuff that was promised that didn't make the final cut in terms of graphics. Right. But um there, you know, that's likely to happen here. It's not like they're putting the whole force of Blizzard behind Diablo 2 remaster. So it may just pop out not as great as you know, we were, you were hoping but it's still a remaster and it's going to land somewhere in the middle probably. Uh, so I expect a little bit of controversy on that at this oh, point. I, do I don't really think it's the big deal.
0: People make it out. Here's me. what they have to do though. At, at a bare minimum, because the bar has been lowered <laughs> they have to, they have to come out of the gate better than they did with that reforged Warcraft three in terms of delivering what they say they're going to do, not mm-hmm. stripping stuff out before it ships, like all that stuff. They have to do a, better than that at at a baseline or else yeah like i think bedline. they do
1: like they they don't want another warcraft 3 on our, i mean we don't want another warcraft 3 on our hands right. even though like i played it and quite enjoyed it but i i'm one of the i'm i'm someone who didn't play the original didn't have as many expectations as a lot of other people so um i have played a lot of diablo 2 so that being said it's so like foggy in my memory that i'm i don't know what expectations i would have i think i'll just be happy to play it and enjoy it i'm not gonna play it like i played diablo 3 it's still an old game like you know i'm gonna play it through the campaign maybe play some friends but i'm not planning to be like a diablo 2 player must play every weekend for the next five years that will be what i do at diablo 4 so it's just gonna be a nice nostalgic trip for 50 dollars or so and And I plan on having a good time and hopefully they don't bungle it. That's all. Yeah.
0: That's all I hope. That's all we can hope. Uh, So we'll see how that goes. It looked, I just thought it looked nice, but I need to play it to see how I really feel. And you're right. Nostalgia is a powerful drug. Who knows how we really feel about a thing that old now. It's 20 years old. That game.
1: Okay. And by the way, uh, breaking
0: news, I just bought loop hero. just So everyone knows you should, because it's great. Oh, you're going to love it. Oh, I love it so much. I love it so much. And don't let it uh, the first your first time in there, you're going to You're. Only, well, I did. I, I went in and went, what am I playing like? This isn't a deck builder necessarily, although there's some deck building elements. This isn't a roguelike necessarily, but there are elements. It's its own thing in a way that as soon as the loop, <laughs> literally the loop gets you. That's all I wanted to do yesterday. I played till like 2 a.m. is bad. It was really oh bad. God. That sounds delightful. It's so good. Hey,
1: John's so in the maybe chat. I'll, maybe oh. I'll play some tonight. John's in yeah, the chat. Yeah, John's in there. In I, plan on, I plan on giving him some acknowledgement when we get to the Overwatch portion of this, because I know he'll want to have... I'll definitely want to represent his
0: perspective. Yeah, I have
1: complaints. But I, okay. okay. Well, and, uh, yeah. So, hi, John. Well, hi, John. Uh, sorry you can't be here, <laughs> although you're welcome to drop in if you happen to sneak out of whatever engagement
0: you're locked into. Yeah, you can come in anytime. Doors open. But I, I, I assume he's lactating right now and, and pumping milk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean... Yeah welcome to fatherhood <laughs> yeah yeah we all we all have to feed our babies with our with our with our boobs that's what happens to us yes. as men exactly um all right what else hero oh hearthstone they get their forged in the barons business which is their new expansion uh the corsets sets change stuff classic I mode pre-ordered oh i was gonna ask uh i know you i mean you've been playing a lot of hearthstone lately so i've been playing have, a lot of
1: hearthstone just because it's uh I mean, I don't mind. I'm not going to get too deeply into it, but I'm having some anxiety issues. So, like, playing Doom Eternal is kind of off the table, right? (laughs) It's like. So, I'm like trying to go for more casual, less APM style games, at least not so much lately, but, you know. So, I've really gotten into Hearthstone because it's really easy. You just need one hand and you move cards or you move JPEGs around. (laughs) Yeah, move JPEGs. It's very low, very low tension on the JPEG manipulation. Sure. Uh, Even less manipulation than Photoshop. Um, And. it's that's true
0: photo uh hearthstone is better at moving around jpegs than photoshop think of that yeah yeah yeah. i mean it's so intuitive the jpeg
1: manipulation (laughs) but um the uh, i'm getting a kick out of it and i'm enjoying it so i'm like whatever i'm gonna pre-order i like to it it just it just kind of sucks not having all the cards to need to build decks so i'm just like whatever here's my eighty dollars or actually it's a hundred dollars canadian jeez yeah, I know, but I'm gonna get a, a golden
0: legendary. Does it give you I'm, okay? But well, and I gotta get
1: five packs of golden stuff. I'm a sucker for golden cards. I,
0: I like the gold cards animated. too, even though they're just animated um, gifts. But um,
1: yeah, because <laughs> there's, there's no trading. There's yeah. no secondary market. Like you ha- if you want the cards you got you got to pay to play yeah. and that's just what it is. So know? do you but I'm do you like, feel
0: pretty good about like spending that much? Do you think you're going to get all you want for the decks you want or are you worried RNG is going to
1: Oh yeah, know? I uh, I'll get most, you yeah. know, and the rest the Tavern Pass is actually pretty good. I've heard a ton of gold even like like I said on the last show that I I talked about it like I got most of what I needed to play decks on the ladder for free. Yeah. Like I have like I've been <laughs> and and I've been so behind. That's three different sets worth of things. The only thing I don't have are legendaries, which kind of sucks, but it's not insurmountable. And Battlegrounds is free and I play that. So I don't know. It's Yeah. It was my treat to myself. Oh, I, have, I see. You know, I've been do buying that too many big ticket games. I went shopping for an Xbox console. They're all sold out. Yeah. I was literally, you know, on the show, I'm always like, I don't own a console. I don't own a console. I don't <laughs> know. I was literally ready to fork over money. I had it in hand, I mean I still have it in hand i i need a console i want to lie in bed and play video games yeah and they're all sold out everywhere and i can't quite pull the trigger on a switch even though i think i would play zelda and stuff like that the xbox i just really wanted the xbox for the pass i wanted to i had a real taste to just gorge myself on a lot of different game experiences and i just like the game pass is the way to do it
0: so good for that and i
1: couldn't get one Anywhere, they still can't. Except at Walmart, selling them for like fifteen hundred dollars or something like Whoa, that. Whoa! Really? Some reason
0: they shouldn't do. Yeah, that.
1: we know you go to check the availability on the Xbox site, and it says what the prices are and the places you can get it in Canada. Apparently, Walmart Canada, it's sixteen hundred dollars. I assume it's from resellers because they allow resellers on their site. That, I think yeah. at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like this. This isn't good. It's not good to look for that. <laughs> like Amazon, $1. I
0: think Amazon stopped letting that be a thing on there because they also do the same thing. They'll host resellers and stuff, but maybe, maybe uh, Canadian Walmart hasn't dropped. Well, no, hand.
1: Amazon was up to 800 and I'm like, it's supposed to be four 500 here. Like that's the retail price. Yeah. Like, it's it's resellers. <laughs> and I'm I'm just like, this shouldn't be on the official Xbox site. Like that's
0: kind of, I don't like growing. any of that. That sucks. So
1: so because I can't get a console, I was like, all right, I'm going to buy some Hearthstone pack. Like I'm, I want to spend money on something. So yeah,
0: I need go. to spend money. May as well be game-related. <laughs> on, on gaming. Like, I'll be playing Hearthstone for sure. So That's good. Yeah. But, um, for you.
1: I was excited. This Actually, this expansion pack is actually an interesting one because I would say that most of the Hearthstone stuff is usually quite, like, not interesting to me in terms of what they do for themes. Mm. You know, it's like, oh, there's dragons or, oh, there's... Uh, we're going to Skolomance or we're going, you know, I don't know, but the Barons is awesome. Barons is cool. And, and Barons is super iconic. And I think it's really leaning into this, like the orcs, like the (laughs) horde stuff. And I'm like, yes, Hearthstone. Like I've had enough of cutesy things and, you know, I just kind of want some Warcraft ass Warcraft in Hearthstone. And so, thematically and also the trailer wasn't full of a sing song like every hearthstone trailer is like we got cards cards are coming don't you like cards sprinkle (laughs) cards cards are stone you know and I'm like come on like sell to adults too please I don't mean to make a thing out of kid stuff but I'm sorry I don't please I realize we can like all kinds of magical things but I just like how it was like we're the barons and we got big monsters I just really appreciated the aesthetic of the more mature feeling if that's kind of a stretch no
0: i get it expansion i totally get so it i do I, I got it i usually don't get excited about these expansions at all but as soon as i saw that i went all right now you're talking my warcraft that's cool super yeah, yeah. the
1: one the one thing that I, I didn't feel sure about is that uh mancrick is a card in this new expansion yeah yeah, yeah. and so mancrick uh you i think find he's still in the game i don't, you got to find his wife. Mm-hmm. So it, the way that it's expressed in the game is that you play Mancrick and he's like I got to find my wife or something like that. <laughs> and and you get the wife as a card in your deck. Yeah. But it's like Oh, spoiler for everyone, she's dead, right? Yeah, she's dead. So so when her corpse appears out of your deck, then you get Mancrick back who's gone all John Wick. Like it's just kind of morbid that you're putting a dead body card in your deck and then yeah. when you find the dead body the husband, the husband is like, ah! like I, I was like, like, cause I know Hearthstone's humorous and light, but I felt like that this is really more, I, I liked it, but also it's super morbid, right? Like yeah. it's just, there's a, you know, I, I for a family kind of casual game, I thought it was pretty like, well,
0: Mancrik you know. is such a like a legendary mimi, you know, connection people have with Wow. I I think it's I think it's awesome they're putting it yeah, in there, I making just, it yeah. Edgy. Put a corpse in your
1: deck, that's great. Yeah, it's great. Well, it's,
0: She'll still fight awesome. for you. Why not?
1: I liked it. That, that's what. That's really what sold me. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like I just didn't feel great about. it. Usually the cards are like, yeah, great dragon plus two spell damage. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. But you know, this is like, yeah, you could put a dead body in your deck, and then when you pull it, then you know,
0: it's like, yeah. Yeah. The um, the one thing they didn't do is they got like we got no real information about mercenaries other than it's some sort of roguelike army mode, but it's their first new mode in like oh, a really yeah. long time and they didn't they just didn't explain it so I have a feeling that thing's way off into the future somewhere and uh, um, no
1: I think it's this it's this year they because I'm all into the Arstone they have this huge roadmap I, it's coming at some point this
0: okay year. so so that mercenaries yeah. mode is not just vaporware for some future thing it's like new it's coming. Is what you're no, saying. they're
1: going. I mean, they're going kind of nuts. the The cards, the
0: core. I don't know if you again. I don't know how interested you are in
1: this. So we can skip over. Oh, I've looked it's at a terrific.
0: lot of JPEGs, but I'm not. You know, I don't know all the stuff. <laughs> but
1: they're they've always had a core set for the past seven years. It's been the same cards, so and they're actually cycling them. Finally, it's actually what they're doing in the game is a really big deal. But I think it's only a big deal if you care about our Yeah, if you like
0: our stones, new
1: like, JPEGs. Yeah. Congratulations, guys. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, well done.
0: Get some new pictures of things. Well done. Um, Alright, uh, my biggest complaint about the opening ceremonies is there was zero mention of Overwatch outside of them talking about eSports firing up again for that particular game, yeah. but Overwatch yeah. 2, in the actual um, channel where they, they did a bunch of stuff directed at the game, was looking really cool. Like, this combination of like Vermintide, Left 4 Dead, sort of, maybe Borderlands is a good analog, but this co-op PvP or PvE stuff, that looked like stuff we're all going to play to me. That looked great. Yeah, yeah. So, so
1: let me just get the requisite John take Overwatch boo, which yeah he hates Overwatch. Here. And now know.
0: moving on from that,
1: yeah, uh, miss you, John. <laughs> um, I I think Overwatch Two is the most exciting part of the presentation. Mm. Uh, cause we got this. It wasn't featured main stage, which sucked, but. I look at this BlizzCon as a kick of the can down the road. Like, I think it's just like, we have to give them something and we have to make it just good enough, but you know, we're, we're not going to be the hypest BlizzCon because hopefully we're getting together next year at some point. I hope so. So, so, you know, I was, I will really give the pass on, on not focusing on overwatch, but they had a fairly, that, that deep dive panel that they had was fairly yeah. lengthy and involved. And, I mean, it looks like a Vermintide. And the thing that struck out to me the most as I was watching it is they were like, we don't want to make a game that has a few repeatable missions that you play over and over again uh, to grind for things. So we wanted to give you a lot of mission variety and a lot of content. And that would be the one criticism I would level at Vermintide too. Not a big criticism, but... You get through the game fairly quickly, like we've played all the levels, sure. and now all we have left is to play them again, and yep. one of their new X packs, the whole thing is like now you can play them from the end to the beginning. woo, so because they featured that, and hopefully I'm not setting my expectations too high by reading into what one guy said in the <laughs> in the entire presentation, but I'm hoping that there's a meaty amount of campaign content because yeah. if overwatch two contains no pvp because they already sold that with the first one my expectation is that there is going to be a lot of overwatch 2 to do and if so i that's that's it doesn't have to be a game i play a thousand hours if i get a couple if we get a hundred hours out of it playing with friends on a good shooter campaign co-op style that isn't borderlands then that seems good to me you know Uh, li- lied
0: the chat or lied snub in the chat says does overwatch 2 have confirmed crossplay or anything like that I don't believe so um, I don't think there's any crossplay between console PC switch or any of that there isn't now I and mean, the current overwatch doesn't do any of that but I don't think they I mean, maybe about for it. PVE it'd be less of an issue I don't know it would be I thinking mean, I think they should do that and maybe they will just because everybody's starting to do it like cross plays happening everywhere yeah. so Damn. why not uh, get on that but um, up till now, they haven't, and I don't think they've said anything about two, but I could be wrong about that. Um, yeah, now yeah. Di- Diablo I mean, 4, that's a different animal that could be cross play pretty easily because you're really just talking yeah. about a you know, a primarily PVE game. And if somebody's on a PlayStation and somebody's on their PC, who cares if they're co oping Like, big deal.
1: Same well, thing. They, they also talked a lot about open world PVP, and I wonder. I wonder the way they talked, it, it's kind of adjacent, but the way they talked about Diablo 2 on consoles was that like a lot of abilities you point and click on the screen. But when you have yeah. console play, they just have to make, they have to decide it for you. You can't, you know, if you're teleporting as the wizard, yeah, you, can, you don't actually have to teleport the full range. You can teleport anywhere within a maximum range, but it can be a small, you can go all over the place. But the console, they have to set it to a range. Right. So I wonder if that will affect, you know, the, the open world PVP aspect that they talked about. Um, that's a good question. I mean, it it just,
0: I guess it just depends on how seriously they feel about it. Like when call of duty went cross play with this later or the game, the game before last of the 2019 game. Um, yeah, it was a 2019. Yeah, I guess that's right. The 2019 game had, uh, Crossplay for the first time that was just kind of universal. So, no matter where you were, you could play together against each other with each other, whatever. And at the time, I remember thinking, Oh, these poor controller people are just going to get their asses handed to them and this, that, and the other thing. And then I would get into games where controller people would dominate, and other times PC people would too, but it wasn't as single, it wasn't as one sided as I thought it was going to be. So, depending on how big that mode is in four. And whether people really want to focus on it or esport it up or whatever i think they could probably get away with crossplay and still maybe maybe there's ways to say hey i only want to be in the world with other keyboard and mouse users like give us give us some control over some of that from a technical uh, standpoint but i think there's benefits to having a larger player base that is always on and you know there's always people to play with and like Fortnite's there's something to the this
1: conversation, out. too, where like as a PC, primarily mouse keyboard player, I feel like I'm behind on a, on a controller. But someone who just has a controller in their hand all the time would feel that way, too. Like they prefer their controller, right? Yeah. <laughs> then to, oh, yeah. to a mouse and keyboard. So there's a bias there. As a person who spends more time on a PC, I'm biased towards favoring that and being like, I don't want cross play. Yeah.
0: But um, I never, I'll never forget those issue. videos of that kid who, who whooped everybody. It was a combination of. You know, uh, keyboard and mouse people, a combination of uh, controller people, and then this kid on a MyPad mini ends up dominating in Fortnite and beats everybody. Like, on a freaking touchscreen, he wins. Like, that doesn't seem right at all, but yet there he is. So, it's easy for us to get all, you know, uh, gatekeepy about, you know, how these should cross over or shouldn't cross over, but I say, I mean, just let it open. Who cares? So, you waste a couple of people who suck. It's all right. It's fine.
1: Yeah. I guess the concern is always, at least from my perspective, from my memory, it's like, oh, the poor console players will get owned all the time. Like, that would make people less interested in your game and be ultimately harmful to your brand. Like, right. I think that's where the thought goes. But right. maybe
0: it's maybe it's just concern over nothing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to say, and
1: if the PC version <laughs> launch, poor with- console people, I'm going to kick their ass so much. I mean, come on, <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I feel it, so badly for them. There sounds to me from the 2020, no, 2019 BlizzCon, they said something about controller support would probably launch with uh, Diablo 4 for PC. They never did it for three, but console support or consoles for three is is great. It's worked great. It was a fine way to control and play that game. So. They'll probably have that day and date, if I had to guess, because most of the games do now. Like, I'm pretty sure Path of Exile has controller support. I think I shouldn't say uh, that. I, I mean, I, is, it,
1: is it on? Con- I know it's coming for the phone, or it's already out for the phone. Is
0: well, it it's on definitely consoles? on my. It's on my Game Pass on my console side. So I already didn't install it, oh. but it's there. Um, yeah. Oh, I did play. Yeah, I, it I played Torchlight Three on there. I should have. I should. I meant to say this. So, Torchlight. Oh, how's Torchlight 3? Well, Torchlight 3, it was so. People gave it such heat when it came out for uh-huh. switching their plan from being an MMO ish thing and then instead just making it just a straight sequel and then taking out all the stuff where there was a town and people would, you know, meet in town and do stuff. And they just made it a proper, non free to play, just regular old ass game. And mm-hmm. as it is, like if you like Torchlight, it's more of that. It's great. It's more Torchlight. It's fine. It's yeah, totally fine. I, I was not, thinking of picking it
1: up when I was looking for my ARPG, but I'm like, you, you know, you just you, you end up looking for some comments, uh, see if anyone's played it, and you get those comments that don't distinguish the game from the person developing it. If they have a, you know, it's like it's not Runic Games, it's some other company this time, and they ruined it, you know, and you're like, okay. Well, Ty in 83
0: like, in the chat right now is doing that. They're just, like, going off on it and saying it's not more Torchlight. It's hot garbage. I honestly i played maybe two hours of it so i can't speak to the entirety of the game but i played like torchlight to me like i'm killing dudes picking up their loot if it's a better piece i'm wearing it i'm gonna go kill some more dudes i got some quests to do i'm gonna teleport back to town i'm gonna repair my gear or whatever like all that stuff is there plus the pets and the fishing and the stuff they had in the last one and i don't know i feel like that game is better than all the heat it got. I, it, may, it may not be the most innovative like next generation. Oh my gosh, I can't believe we've come this far with Torchlight. Yeah, like it feels like Torchlight 2 to me, but that's okay if that's what you want, you know? Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean that that's, that's a part of it too, is I think especially with ARPG, like, there's certain game styles where people expect um, that it's going to either what you make is excellence or it's trash, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. and Torchlight, I think Torchlight was really good and and there may be aspects to the new one that, you know, if you look at a game like Diablo, you're like, I expect to play 500 hours of this. Yeah. And so you want that game to be like pristine because you're going to spend a lot of time in it. You want to feel it's worth it. I just, maybe it's like Torchlight 3 is not that game, but just fine to play for an ARPG, you know, like there's, I think it just depends what you're looking for out of the game. Right. And,
0: and right. I think as
1: someone... Who plays like the lifestyle games? Mm-hmm. You can make the mistake of putting those expectations on games that are just like meant to be. You know what? It's going to be a fun weekend playing this game.
0: Yeah, I think I think, I I think like, the yeah. action ARPG. A- you're right about that. Those things are held in such like high expectation in regard, and 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 rightfully so. They're some of the most excellent examples of genre breaking, amazing things in the history of video games. Like Diablo 2 in particular, is it a, is it a really important flashpoint in in gaming so i i I understand the reverence toward it but sometimes you just want to go play a dumb fun thing like this isn't nearly as like i played you remember dungeon siege do you remember those games oh yeah oh i played oh i loved the first one it it
1: hit me at a time where all i wanted to do was dungeon siege all day
0: yeah like i liked dungeon siege one so much and i really liked two and three was a boiling piece of shit turd it was garbage. Was,
1: did Obsidian do three?
0: Uh, yes. That's the one. And it was yeah. a mistake. That thing was bad. It was the worst thing Obsidian yeah, ever had really their hand really wanted
1: on. to buy it. And yeah. then everyone was like, some people were like, it's good, but it's not good. And you're saying it's trash now. Well, I always regretted not trying it for myself, but I never played it because one and two were amazing.
0: They were like, amazing. They were
1: just really fun, but they were not perfect, but they were, They were. Great. I don't know, I,
0: I loved them. I yeah, yeah. loved them too. I think what happened here is here is, here's my take on this, my theory on this. Dungeon Siege 1 and 2 were truly trying to out Diablo Diablo. They were aiming for that crown. Mm -hmm. This third one said, well, we never really took that crown, and so maybe Maybe we'll do something. Let's go a different direction with this thing. And it just felt so discordant. But it's back to that. My expectations were built upon the shoulders of greatness. Mm -hmm. And then you swing in with a thing that's trying to do something slightly different. In any other genre, you might get away with it. In action RPGs, freaking f right off. There's something about the purity of that. So even I understand what you're saying. I feel the same way sometimes. And that game, I feel like really I played those games
1: out. on a cathode ray tube, like a CRT monitor. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I did too. Sorry, I
0: totally did. It's just like it's been so
1: long. But I have. I just remember Dungeon Siege One. I'm just loving the number, the way the numbers. I like the way the, <laughs> the numbers are an important aspect to these ARPGs, man. Like yeah. Path of Exile. That's the only reason I don't play Path of Exile. Seems like a great game. No numbers like and why people praise it. I have no idea. Everyone should be shitting. In my opinion, everyone should be (laughs) dumpster firing their Reddit with this issue. But apparently they like it. Well, it's because two
0: never had it. And that game's basically two, right? Like in a lot of ways, Path of Exile is just them saying, Hey, we all two really like twos. So, no, two did not have numbers. No numbers came up. Oh, I
1: have this weird memory thing where
0: I always think it has numbers.
1: <laughs> <I don't, laughs> Three I has numbers, for sure.
0: Three it,
1: has them. You weren't able to turn on Diablo 2? No, really you really had no
0: numbers? Then? No, no, no numbers. No damage numbers. That I'm, I know you can oh, put shit. Up,
1: that means they're not going to be in the remastered version either. <laughs> well, they are putting in... Oh, like, dear, Blizzard's going to mess up Diablo 2 remastered. I hate it so much. It's the worst. They are.
0: They're doing... Uh, <laughs> The other you know quality of life stuff like vacuuming up gold and and uh
1: yeah yeah but stuff but
0: like that i like listen one of my favorite things to do if ever
1: since i was a kid we'd roll up into the gas station and they it, before it was digital they had those tourney numbers on the pumps <laughs> and i that that was the moment i look forward to most in a week when i was like three or four yeah. like i loved when the numbers started turning like bo got excited <laughs> bo was just like holy crap the numbers are moving what's going on like uh, the first toy that i had was a calculator like yeah. i just loved punching numbers in a calculator and so diablo's is really primal like any game that has numbers in it is a really primal feel for me um so oh, i'm saddened by diablo
0: 2 not having numbers you're gonna I love I it well maybe numbers, they will so and we now. just don't know it yet but but you're gonna love loop hero because it all it's all about the numbers in that game yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, i can't ding, wait ding, to talk ding, more ding. about this Uh, hey, you told me this Magic the Gathering, Lord of the Rings, and Magic uh, the Gathering tie in products. So they're doing so, Magic the game, the card game, is getting Mm -hmm. an expansion that is all 40k shit. Now, I got questions about this because. Oh, well, we have more answers now since I probably put that in. Oh, okay, good. Because what I want is a 40k CCG that's really rad and on the level of that Magic game, which is pretty good. Uh,
1: so the 40k thing, uh, how
0: familiar are you with magic formats? <laughs> uh, pretty, f- I played it. I know, I know it. Uh, so, well okay.
1: Known. So, you know, uh, what's it? Elder Highlander commander. What is it? Uh, well, they no, no, sorry. They call it commander, but it's actually elder dragon Highlander, I think is the name of the, the mode. Oh, okay. It's supposed to be called. Okay. But anyways, it's basically you, it's not the proper way. It was like a, a, a remix jam fan made version of magic where you make a hundred card deck. Hmm. And you have one legendary creature that's your minion that you can replay anytime, not in your hand, just on the side. And each time you play it, it costs two more mana to play. And but then you have a hundred cards singletons. So while well, you can put multiple basic lands in, you can't put more than one copy of any card in. But it's it's a massive stack of cards. And it's called, yeah, Elder Dragon Highlander, I think.
0: So and this was like a what, ma- like a custom rules thing that fans put it was together. It's a custom
1: and- community thing for okay. years, and it's an amazing way to play. And it got so much traction that they made it an official mode called Commander. They like I don't know why they didn't just ca- keep calling it Elder Dragon Highlander. It's the best name ever for <laughs> like you'd be like, Wanna play Magic? Sure. Do you want to play standard or draft? He's like, No, Elder Dragon Highlander. And he'd be like, Oh, let me get my EDH deck, you know, like or yeah, it, Elder Dragon Highlander is awesome, but for some reason, Wizards Corporate was like, "Let's call this Commander," and, you know, and it is like like the, one of the suckiest decisions of all time in that company. But anyways, um, so the Warhammer 40k deck is my new favorite voice Let's to do. Let's it
0: Commander. Suck, if I'm up.
1: doing this in your voice, it means you've messed up. Yep. All right. So, uh, um. <coughs> Yeah, so they're making them Commander decks, which means I don't think they'll be legal in official Magic Tournament things. Okay. They'll probably be these uh, products on their own, which which kind of gives you what you're looking for, Scott, because they do have the Commander products, and usually when they release them, they have five different
0: decks. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, you know, you could buy a deck, and, you know, me and John could buy a deck, and we could all sit at the table and play a game of Elder Dragon Highlander, a.k.a. Commander. That sounds all right. Um, and it's all it would be all Warhammer-themed. Yeah. So that sounds awesome. And, you know, judge, they did a Walking Dead sort of deal at some point. Um, so judging by the art, I think they're going to pour a lot of love into this if they're making this. So I think I think you're just going to want to buy this just to
0: have it. So, may it, so maybe stuff. other stuff, too, not necessarily just Warhammer or Warhammer 40K, uh, but they may insert other things in there.
1: Yeah. Well, there's so um but there are other things on here actually so but the 40k thing is probably going to be its own standalone thing so i think that should excite you yeah. the one thing i don't love is just like i don't want to tap two planes to play like a high-tech marine like i kind of want to tap two cyber cubes or something yeah. like I, that's the only part that i'm like yeah i don't know yeah. two two mountains to play my blood marine like i That's the only part I'm not liking.
0: Yeah, that's a little Um, weird.
1: But maybe they'll because it'll be in Commander, maybe they'll make some custom art, like the swamp will look like a techno swamp or something ridiculous. Techno Swamp.
0: That might be our title today, Techno Swamp. Hold on, I'm gonna write this down. Techno Swamps. (laughs) Tap two Techno Swamps. Yeah, I don't know what they'll do for like land and, and you know, the mana yeah. generation well, you stuff. Gotta
1: tap your, you got to tap your basic lands to get to generate mana, which is an aspect I love about magic. It's so unique to, to, yeah, to tap cool. the mana from land rather than it be some blue shit that you what's, have in your. What's the other stool? game that
0: does that? There's another modern, uh,
1: um, there's a few. I mean, the Warcraft TCG, I think, had exhaust mechanics, too. Oh, yeah, the physical one did,
0: yeah, for sure. But there's one that's like a um, digital one that people like right now, and I can't think of the name of the damn thing, and it's pretty good. Direwolf made it. Eternal, Eternal. Eternal has a mana system. Um,
1: Yeah, like I like those non-mana crystal. I really hate Hearthstone's mana. That's the one thing I hate about Hearthstone is is like you get you have mana crystals like this uh, and everyone has the same mana crystal. You know, even in World of Warcraft, you know, your hunter, what do they have? Energy? Energy now, yeah. Like they do different fun things and it's like everyone, I hate mana crystals. It's so generic and boring.
0: They used to do um, uh, mana back in the day, but then they changed it to energy. And what's great is if you have a hunter now and you type slash OOP yeah. uh, or OOM, like out of mana. <laughs> out of P. <laughs> yeah, I'm all out of P. Uh, You do OOM and he'll go, I need mana. I'm out of mana. There's no mana left. And he keeps yelling. I'm like, dude, you don't use mana. What are you talking uh, yeah. about? Use I've energy. never had mana. What am I yelling about? <laughs> <laughs> it still makes me yeah. laugh, though. So like in raids or dungeons, I'll just spam it sometimes while we're waiting for someone to pull a boss. I'll just go, I'm out of mana. I need mana. And it's like, no, you don't. You have energy, yeah. you dipshit.
1: That's interesting design. So, you know, it remains to be seen whether they're going to do something cool with the Warhammer stuff. Maybe it'll be bullets. I tapped three bullets, I tapped three super bullets, and, you know, whatever. Super bullets. But, um,
0: oh, I like that. But uh,
1: that wasn't the only news because th- it's the big deal. Like, magic is kind of this institution, and they've never cross pollinated in any significant way with other franchises before. Like, comics do it all the time, but for yeah. some reason, in magic. It's got to be this puritanical magic universe
0: yeah.
1: uh, thing, even though it's a multiverse of stuff, right? Like right. They have a multiverse. Uh, but I think what they're going to do is they're actually crossing over into d and so they're going to do a Forgotten Realms legal official oh, expansion. Cool. cool. Um, which is their own IP, and it makes a lot of sense. Like, that I'm super behind. But I think... I don't know the final word on this, but they're gonna do a Lord of the Rings one as well. Oh, okay. Uh so I don't know if we're gonna see Orlando Bloom on a card
0: anytime soon. <laughs> like
1: oh, I, I like to imagine that it's like photorealistic cards all of a sudden like old like <laughs> tops cards or something. <laughs> <laughs> like here here's Kevin Costner's Robin Hood. I guess that's a different expansion,
0: but yeah, but I'd know. buy that. I'd buy that one. <laughs> Kevin Costner you'd right? have like a ability uh, cards like uh Planeswalker card. Yeah, Planeswalker <laughs> yeah.
1: Although that would sell, you know, those Planeswalker cards if they got like Keanu Reeves to pose like his likeness for a card and do like John Wickenstein as like the black swamp Planeswalker like they should you know, they should take a page out of Fortnite's book and get Kevin Costner to be, like, foresty
0: man, planeswalker, or something. Yeah, or Waterworld, man. Who, Bring him over as the... As oh, the uh, oh,
1: he could be the blue mana guy. Yeah. The Waterworld,
0: yes. Yes. What was yes. the name in that? The, the Mariner. He could be the Mariner. I know yes, how to make this he could be the Mariner. We
1: got Keanu... I don't know why. I just, like... I think Keanu Reeves would be a very evocative of a swampy dude. And um, <laughs> who's who's our Who's our red mountain fiery guy? Um... Uh, monk from uh, Gangs of New York. the'
0: <laughs> no, <not him. laughs> uh, no, I'd be like...
1: Uh... <laughs> I just watched that the other day. That <laughs> is a deep cut. I don't, that movie's but it's,
0: great. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that movie. That I mean, awesome. if you're going to do gangs, you might as well get Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, just, get him in there with so that you, stupid hat, man. Just a butcher. Okay, yeah. But, is it Butcher Bill? Butcher um, Bill. Is, uh, Bill the Butcher? Whatever it
1: is. Bill the Butcher. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. But he's the red guy. Yeah. Um, Who's our planes guy? Oh, geez. AOC. AOC. There you go.
0: We get some politics (laughs) in there.
1: Yeah. AOC is like a good, you know, perennially good sort of virtuous
0: person well and, that's what's um, on now we'll get emails to the contrary but i live in the states, so good luck with that one uh,
1: i i'm not taking aside. i'm just saying sorry maybe i made a mistake i take it back <laughs> <laughs> i want to untap my mana i know it's not legal but it's a house game yeah please it's a house a game house rules
0: fan. that's how it works like a dm they get yeah, to choose um yeah i don't know you bring it in and tell us what you think the other one should be yeah uh, please let yeah. us know everybody so who yeah. planes let us know we want to know Uh, One thing we haven't talked about at all yet, I don't think we have, is uh, because we were all going to play this together. We had big plans for Anthem, and Anthem didn't happen because Anthem was bad when it launched. And then they went back to work on it, and they were supposedly going to relaunch it under the name Anthem Next, and had a special strike team fixing the game and working it all through. And then at the end, they decided not to do it at all. So they're done. You can still play the game. The original broken half-assed one uh but there's no that's it they're done developing anthem how do you feel bo are you disappointed are you sad
1: badly for bioware here's a here's a company with a lot of pedigree a lot of great games a lot of stuff a lot of people have good memories and associations with their video game experiences with bioware and now they're coming off as a company that doesn't know what it wants to do or it's not committing to anything or doing anything you know what i mean like Yeah. yeah, we're behind this game. Nope, we're not behind this game. Yeah, we have this product. Nope. Sorry, it's unfinished and out. Like it's just a real bad look. And I'm sure there are a lot of hardworking people at that company who just want to make something awesome and, and I don't know. It's just it's just sad to see because now it's all about I guess we're getting a Mass Effect four or some kind of new Mass Effect. So I sort of it's like, yeah, we're gonna double down on anthem. No, wait, we have to build this Mass Effect game. Expectations are super high. So now we're gonna do that. Well the one upside
0: and, the one upside is they did say um a whole bunch of the core team that worked on Anthem are now leaving that team and working on the, um, Oh, what's the name of their dragon quest dragon the new dragon quest game or dragon age, age. game. And they're going to, some of the dragons. Yeah. Something. Um, and they're going to, and they've, and they're pulling away because originally that thing was going to have all sorts of like game as a service sort of, you know, destiny style structure to it. And the way that Anthem was, and they've now that's all done. They're like, Nope, where it's a single player, Big ass RPG. We're we're going back to basics. We're not trying to make this thing into summit. They they,
1: we? they 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 had it with the first one. Yeah. And I don't again, I don't know if it's sort of the overall corporate structuring and, and trying to follow buzzwords and trends and games rather than just look at their game and be like, it was what people wanted. And so how do we just improve on that formula and not add in the buzzwords, you know, like yes I, I, that's reassuring to hear i have very little faith they'll be successful <laughs> given their track records going in the dumpster like it's not
0: good yeah, it's you not know? great because
1: um, i i was happy i i was very happy to be proven wrong about anthem anthem had a lot of good things going for it so i would honestly be happier if they just went dark for a year or two and nailed anthem like there, yeah. there's just you know no man's sky proved anything you can come back from from the brink of of game development failure with the actual same game, even it's possible, yeah, and there's a lot I like like anthem's the closest thing to like a good transformers video game that's in that anthem that the destiny style that I'd much rather play than destiny, but they didn't do it, and that's disappointing, so it's like disappointment after disappointment um. I don't know, they just need to come they need to stick to something. And yeah. I don't know if I don't know if that company's now just too compromised by the EA or whatever whatever's going on within the
0: company. Yeah, it really bums point. me out. And you're right about Dragon Age. Like they started out the you know, the big innovation there was to say, look, we're this studio this legendary studio and we're gonna come in here and we're gonna make Baldur's Gate again, but do it in a modern sense and a modern setting. And our, it'll be our own IP. We're gonna build it out, and we're gonna. And we know we can do that because we've done that before. But we're bringing all this knowledge we have about how to make a great RPG, and it'll have it'll be you know dice rolls behind the scenes, but you can pause and like do strategy, and like it was a really cool, and 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 true to that vision. Great cast game. of characters.
1: Yeah, I mean, amazing Alistair, characters.
0: Like, exactly. Love him. And then it's yeah. like somebody in their freaking EA corporate was like. Oh, I don't know. I think perhaps we'd have done better if it's this guy was just super buff and like swung a sword real hard or whatever. And two was abysmal. It was such a mistake. It was such a break from what made that game. Great. Three yeah. brought it back a bit and added a little Skyrim in there. And I liked it. Inquisition. I guess it was called not three. Yeah, I skipped Inquisition. I, didn't I liked it. Inquisition just fine. It had some problems, but it was all right. Um, if they're gonna if they're gonna go back to their roots and make just a proper badass RPG, and get back to those basics, dude, I'll be a back in. I'll buy they, your game.
1: They 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 sacrificed too much on the altar of the consolification of Dragon Age. Yeah, like, and I totally get like, yeah, you want to sell it on more than one thing, but like the Baldur's Gate game style is like what Larian's doing, like you can't, they sacrifice too much. Cause I played dragon age two on a console and it played a lot more like mass effect than it did dragon age, you know? And I'm like, it was, it was, again, it, it was on the level for me. It was like just okay. Mm-hmm. But the repeated, there was a lot of laziness and corner cutting in that game too, with the repeated like zones all the time that you had to retread all, all the time. Right. Um, but yes, it, they sacrifice, not that there's anything wrong with making a console game, but like, Hey, EA Bioware, like, Make Dragon Age and make a console game. Yeah. Don't mash them together. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's just no need. Like if it really doesn't work on console, oh well. This is what you <laughs> signed up. Your fans liked your game because of how they made it. One. Yeah. Like I think I think they just they veer too far off what people liked about those games. That's why I sort of assume it's it's a business meeting thing and not a developer thing where they want to. That's what it reads to me like. But right.
0: Yeah. Anyway, it's a bummer. Dude. I don't know. We'll it's see. Bu- it's a bummer. Uh, it really. We might they can fix it. I mean, they can make, I will reserve judgment on what they do with dragon age. Cause I feel like the, 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 they do not want the Anthem thing to ever happen again. So I have hope and faith, but boy, did they drop the ball on Anthem? Those guys just took a big old shit. All right. Ah, so much potential. There's a lot of potential. Let's do this. <music> the games we've been playing. Oh man. I can finally talk about this game. So Bo picked it up during the show. I think John grabbed it as well. Kyle's got it. I've got it. All my friends have it. I have a feeling this is going to be a monster hit uh, for the publisher uh, Devolver Digital, but I forget who the developer is. I should put their name down, but I don't have it. Oh, anyway. this is a Devolver joint. It is a Devolver joint. <clears throat> they make a lot of. I think they make a Ridge. lot of amazing games over there at Devolver. or They publish a lot. Yeah. And uh, this one really fits that. Uh, fits fits that description. It's called uh, Loop Hero. And the loop, everyone's probably wondering what the hell the loop means, is such an interesting concept. So it's done in a very NES-style graphic engine. And I mean, they're very adherent to what that would... Like, this is what this game would look like on a a NES and not something else. Not with a bunch of other features or, or fanciness. This is graphically a game that would look good on that console. And it even has like the CRT mode. So you can have it look like it's all bent in and you know, not bent in, but kind of warped in with lines and stuff. Yeah. You can do all that if you want. You don't have to. You can turn that stuff off. Um, anyway, here's the best way I can describe the concept of this game. Cause it's actually still sort of hard for me to put into words what the game is, but you're a little adventurer dude. And <laughs> the way the game works is you've got expeditions build and I own oh, the other ones is track your achievements if you hit build it's like your little town where you have some bonuses and this is the roguelike part. So after runs of this expedition you come back to this town and you build a new uh, uh, what, what do you call the guys that work on your weapons uh blacksmiths. You want to build a blacksmith, he's got that means you're going to when you enter a battle you're going to have better weapons starting that round than you would have before you had the blacksmith. So think of them as like rogue legacy style upgrades uh, different tiers that give you different better starting options and things like that. Um, And so you spend, you spend resources there that you gather on these expeditions, but where the game is actually played for the most part is the expeditions. When you hit that, Mm. you get a randomized loop, basically a randomized path, like a top down path that you'll be traveling over and over as long as you can until you get too close to dying or die. And, your guy, there's two speeds. You can have it on slow or fast. I have it on fast now that I'm used to how to play it. But your guy's moving around. And he looks just like a little white pixelated dude, like from an old video game, like in television level looking, nothing too fancy there. But as he's moving along, and there's a day-night cycle that's happening, and you have a life bar and a camp. When you leave camp, you just start moving automatically down through this thing. And you might come to a section where there's a blob, like a slime, so you got to stop and fight the slime and you do it's automatic. So you go in there and you will fight the slime and you have stats and stuff, but they're real low. When you start that slime now dropped three cards and one piece of gear. And that piece of gear, let's say is a better sword. It's all random. It's all never the same. So you never know what you're going to get, but let's just say this run a sword drops. Ooh, sweet. So you just drag it up to your inventory slot where the sword is. And now you've got the better sword. It's a, a plus 10 to DPS or whatever. Um, and those cards he dropped are like land cards. A little bit like magic, kind of, but not really. But it'd be like, hmm. uh, this one is mountain. This one is rocks. This one is grove. And this one is a, um, a graveyard. And some of those <laughs> can be placed, the graveyard can be placed in the path. And the point of doing that is when you go past that in the path, it will give you some resources when you go through it. But also it might spawn a skeleton you're gonna have to fight there. Uh, there's other ones like a, um, a spider den, Same thing. Spiders may appear there, but they give really good loot when you kill them. But you place it. You actually put the land card, you drag it out and go, that's where I want the spider den. Or these are where I want the mountains. Hmm. Or whatever. And Hmm. if you put the mountains in a certain configuration, almost like Tetris style, you're going to yield more um, uh, uh, materials out of it by doing it that way. There's also a special card called I forgot. I forgot what it's called, but it's basically like a rich guy but building <laughs> you stick it out there somewhere and if you your surround mansion? it if you surround it with mountains rocks foliage whatever these other cards that drop and you surround it completely in a cube then it just shits out a ton of resources they just all go up into your bag and it's and it's great because you want to try to get those if mm. you can then there's these other okay. buff cards that you can like put on the path that will make you move faster on those tiles but also means that you you and your enemies will attack 8% faster when you're in the actual fight screens. Other one, and they can stack, so you can stack these 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 effects. Um, there's other beacon things that you can put around that uh, have the chance of spawning something horrible that's really hard to fight, but has the benefit of keeping lesser creatures off of those tiles while you're trying to get through them on the harder levels, for example. And each time you loop around, you hit your camp and you get a bunch of your life back. Um... First few loops, you get all of it because there's just you get enough there to rest up all your any damage you took while you did your loop. Um, but eventually, it won't it won't give you full life. The higher you know the higher you get, you're gonna you know you might get uh, 650 life back out of 800. So you're you're mm-hmm. starting out that loop a little less, and the loops get more crowded and harder, and every battle's harder and more stuff drops. So the the drops are better, but the fights are harder. And you might be trying to spec yourself. So you're avoiding gear that doesn't give you regen because you want life regen. But maybe you want to use gear that's all DPS focused, but you're a little bit of a glass cannon. Like you can kind of decide how to do that as you go. And you do this as you go. Like every fight, he drops a shield and a helmet. I put those on. Okay, cool. Oh, this guy dropped a, uh, an axe. And that axe has ble- a bleed effect. So you put that on and... and. Uh, that's how the, 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 the inventory system works. You don't keep the inventory. In fact, the one you replace just disappears and you have a new axe. Um, so you want to you know, want to be oh. smart about those choices. And you can pause this anytime, by the way. This isn't like, there's no clock ticking. It's not like you can't, all you have to do is right click and the whole thing just puts you in planning mode, basically where everyone holds still. And then you're like, okay, well, I'm going to swap these, do this. Okay, then you right click again. Boo! loo guy keeps walking. And this okay. loop so, is so addicting hmm. that I cannot Stop playing it. Uh, th- there's a... Oh. It, it,
1: it, it, so the combat also is automatic, right? Like I've seen from the video, I, I was like, how does combat work? And it seems like it just goes on it. It's like an auto-battler too, right? Like, it kind of is, yeah. yeah. There's a, there's an auto-chess element to it where it's just like, okay, fight time. You've scienced and mathed out your DPS sh- character sheet. Yeah, basically, yeah. kind of go. And you so, can do that I-
0: during that. So if I, if I come across a wad of like four other spiders and I have to fight them all... When the first one dies, he might drop a better shield. And as soon as I go hover over that shield to see what's up with it, it shows me an eye level, item level for it, which is you know usually higher. And then it'll tell me the stats when I hover over it and if it's an increase to what I'm already using, just like Diablo or whatever. Um, the the fighting pauses. They're not moving while I'm doing this. And I'll oh. grab that and I'll drop it onto the shield and then and then move my mouse away from that stuff. And immediately the fight resumes. But now my dude... Is plus 50 to defense that you didn't have before or whatever.
1: Oh, so you can leak like, and hot swap items in during combat. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Except, remember, when you replace what you're wearing, the thing you're wearing goes away. Poof, gone. Doesn't it? Doesn't stay in your bag. That's
1: weird, right? You can't keep it and sell it. There's no inventory. I think that that's why.
0: Because the whole point yeah. of this game is to get as many resources as you can. And I don't know what the total loops are, but today I played a game where, um, I think yesterday I was maybe doing it wrong because I would quit a little early. You can quit early if you're scared, if you're going to die.
1: <laughs> if you're scared, i so you, <laughs>
0: sorry. Just, so you,
1: I'm a little nervous. I'm a think little I'm nervous. I am nervous i do not want to die. You don't want to lose your stuff. So you
0: can hit your little <laughs> run away button and he'll run back to camp. But then you have a choice okay. to make. If I leave, if I abandon this, I get to take this much of my resources that I've accumulated with me. And then again, I get every time I loop, every time I place a land card, like every time I do that stuff, I get, I get all this inventory that helps me build stuff at my town. I can, um, if I finish all the loops, I get to take everything with me, but if I die and or leave early, I got to leave some of it here. Not all of it, but pieces like oh, two of these loop, metals. Or you
1: keep looping until you tap out and then move on. Basically, yeah.
0: Of, and then the next yeah, time you can loop okay. longer. And then the next time you can loop longer because you got better upgrades. And I bought a I bought a cooking part of my camp and I upgraded a but, a training when, thing. And
1: when you go to the new loop, is the new loop harder? Like you said, it gets progressively harder. It right? does. Like, so each, you each want to stay does. as long as you can because that's probably you know it's more you know it's like grinding in a. You used to do grinding like Final Fantasy right. two and three for Ness. Like you just stay in a zone till you leveled.
0: Okay. Right, exactly. And I so what I one of the things I built in my town, this was interesting because this was what made it my run last much longer the next time. I I finally got enough resources to build a alchemy station or a building or whatever. And mm-hmm. it just literally gives me three I can upgrade it later to get more, but it li- it literally just gives me three consumable health potions, little red health potions in my inventory. Now, I don't actually use those when I want to. Those get used when the game knows I'm, I need them. So if I'm in a fight and life goes down, it's probably a certain number, but if I goes down, to let's say 20% of life, bleep, I'll pop one of those. But I don't do it. The game does it. It's um, like
1: the Dragon Age stuff, because remember just just pertinent to the subject, Dragon Age also had that whole programming sheet where you could do those automatic actions. So right, it has that basically. Right.
0: It's basically that. that. Yeah, in a in a really simplified way. But yes, that's the yeah. that's the stuff. So what okay. they've done is there's enough moving parts. Everything I've described is kind of okay on its own, but when it's all happening at once and you're making these decisions in real time and the lanes are getting more populated with the enemies and there's a vampire on the street now, I gotta fight him. And you're putting down these, these different things that give you different abilities and benefits and, and, and weaknesses and everything else. And you're just filling it up as much as you can and trying not to die toward the end. There's just something about all that working in concert that's making for just one of the most like out-of-the-box, fun, addicting things I've played in a long time. I really like it like a lot. So
1: oh well, you know it sounds really interesting. It also we you know what it I think of a lot when you're describing the game is that it's to think it's you, it's not John right that likes those little mobile loot games like, Oh, yeah. Where you just open boxes and yeah. upgrade loot. Like, it feels like that, but with an actual game attached to yeah, it, maybe yeah. a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something you, to do not, here. Yeah. You feel less bad about, well, I'm not really <laughs> playing a game. Like, you're, you're like, no, I'm playing a game. This is okay. Yeah, <laughs> We're good. It's
0: still, you're you're not wrong to compare them. It's not exactly the same, obviously, but because I do have to do but stuff But there's that little
1: element, because it. it disappears, right? So you, you right. Just,
0: you're looking for new loot.
1: You upgrade the loot. You're trying to... It's just that it, what you pick matters because I guess it it affects the mechanics of the game.
0: So, yeah, there are strategies say, involved and yeah. there's there's a level of complexity that makes it a game and not just yeah, a numbers yeah, go there's up. there's a game thing. attached to the <laughs> exactly. The activity that, but it still has available. but you're not wrong to say that it has that stuff. It does have that kind of ooh, bigger number, bigger number, yeah, bigger but, number. it's fun.
1: That's yeah. that's I mean that's the fun of Diablo and all these games. That's you know, a quality game like that will have that whole Oh, I got to sit here and think about what I want to do with
0: my items. And it's also, it's one of those games that just feels unabashedly willing to make this. They don't need anything fancy to make this work. They're not trying to blow your minds with graphics. They're not trying to say, Hey, next gen, this or that. They're saying, what if a really well-made smart gameplay loop just had this basic wrapper on it? And it was nostalgic enough in a way to make you kind of, you'll like it. It's it's aesthetically pleasing, but it's not, this isn't going to win any graphics, Award. Yeah,
1: I'll, but that's I'll, a, I'll be honest. Yeah. Like, like Steam. When I opened Steam yesterday, it yeah. came up in the new, you know, the news thing. It's not yeah. really news; it's just advertising. But anyways, right. the news thing pops up, and I'm like, Loop Hero looks the the graphic look kind of neat, so I clicked it, and you know, I was seeing like there's reviews, and it wasn't overwhelming. It was just very positive at that point, and I yeah. was like, Yeah, it looks all right, but the graphics are such trash. Like, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Yeah, like I really had a strong reaction to, like this is like junk master flex. Like I, I'm I'm not gonna do this, but I still wishlisted it because I was like maybe. And then Somewhere. when you and Kyle today were like this is so
0: good, I was it's like so okay, good. I, I gotta play. It's it. like I mean, would I like it if it if they had something with more uh, more of a modern polish? Maybe I don't know. I, I just don't think it needs it, and I think they know that, and they just focused on gameplay, which is a thing you don't yeah. think about much anymore. The other thing too is like devolver Digital's known for this like they're known for lo-fi high fun games the games they publish are like uh that clarion game or the the alien blob ripping I mean, through yeah, the ship
1: they have a lot of like also just really isn't there one where you're like a russian and you're Carrion. just proud of being yeah. a russian and beat people up or something they got a lot of you know yeah <laughs> edgy
0: games actually this reminds me a lot of, of papers please in its approach to the graphics and papers yeah, please I would, is awesome i, I would say
1: that. a lot of their titles still are colorful and this is like this is intentionally drab there's a drabness yeah. to the grays and browns like this looks drab and I'd almost lean in a bad way. It's like it's it's kind of one of those the personality's got to make up for what it looks like. That sounds oh, that's an awful thing to say, but, you know, <laughs> just, just that, like, the graphics do not look – I'm not buying this because of how it looks at right, all. Right. Um, but I imagine once you play something, the charm takes over and you stop thinking that way. It's judging a book by its covers. Yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, the the cover is not great. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and you're not wrong. Like, that was my impression, too. But because I saw it was Devolver, I went, oh, they make these. This is what they do. So it didn't phase me as much as it might have if it was sight unseen, because I already know there's a ton of Devolver digital games that I like that, that adhere to this. Aesthetic.
1: I guess a better way to put it: There's a lot of games that look like this on Steam that I pass on. Right, know, right, it's right, like right. you know, it it, 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 the fact that it's special, really, you know, it's in the. I guess the proof's in the pudding on this one, so I bought it, and I'm, I'm, I can't wait to
0: play. I it. I can't wait to hear your thoughts because I'm, oh, I just
1: love it. You know, the last time you did this to me, you really like, you're like Dyson Sphere program. It's like crack, and I'm like, let me try it. And I've, fi- I played so much of that game. Yeah, like, it is like, crack. I think I'm sixty hours in at this point.
0: Those guys keep um, updating and it too. I'm
1: still. I'm still, yeah, I'm 60 hours into Dyson sphere and like, I haven't finished the game. Yet and I still have lots to do. Yeah. Um, that game's crazy. Just as a quick aside, it was, we'll move on. that that game. Like, cause I've been playing it a lot. I think you haven't been. Uh, so, uh, it depends you know, on like, when
0: you ask, like I got really into that and then I ended up saying, well, wait, what did I end up? How much, how far did I end up getting in satisfactory? And then I got in there and got way sucked in again. Okay. And so it's just a matter but of me going, all right. The thing about Factorio
1: here. and Satisfactory is I think you have one world, but this you have like, th- I have like 32 systems of planets. So like maybe a hundred planets.
0: Yeah. Plus like I'm sun. 60
1: hours in and I've only gotten to three planets <laughs> and I'm, I'm overwhelmed. Like I'm like, what am I doing with a hundred planets? Like, ah, like, so anyways.
0: That thing gets updates side. every freaking day. There's an update for that game. They they are really yeah, haven't going played for it in a week. I need to get back in. I have yeah. lots of Lots of Energon cubes to, to create. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I back to Luke,
1: I'm addicted to that game. It's super It's good. very, so very if, good. If, if, what I'm trying to say is the last time you told me something, I played 60 hours <laughs> of it. So I'm actually a little scared of playing this because I might wake up on Sunday like, what happened to my weekend?
0: Well, I don't want to, and I don't want to steer you uh, wrong either. It, to me, the fact that Kyle's uh, also enjoying it at this level, yes, it makes yes. me makes me feel like I'm making a, the right decision. Uh, uh, the kyle
1: stamp is definitely like has, has a meaning it's like a nintendo seal of
0: approval <laughs> so something. You know,
1: you just, you're like oh yeah, a little oh. bit
0: it's uh it's, it's really something seal of approval so check it out loop yeah. hero is amazing i also been playing Griftlands again because they're getting ready for their 1.0 launch very excited about that game uh deck builder thing from clay entertainment love that thing it's very cool i'm waiting people are asking scott why aren't you playing shipbreaker right now we all bought shipbreaker because you wouldn't stop talking about it no, I, dude, I love that game, but I am waiting for their next patch, which wipes uh, all—not um, compression. What's the word I'm trying? to Progression. Jeez, it wipes. <laughs> it wipes all compression. It wipes all compression <laughs> and progression out of the game, so I don't have anything I've done up to this point is going away with that patch, and I am fine with that. I just don't want to add to that before this patch. So when the patch hits, that's going to be their final system, and I'm going like I'm in, I'm all back. It's great, but I, yeah. I gotta wait for that thing. And then the other thing, I've been trying to get into Valheim. I suck at it. I struggle with it. I think How it's, do you suck at I it? I don't exactly. know, dude. I think it's like these survival it, games in general, they just don't get me there. I don't know. I can't explain it. I, I mean,
1: I, I have played it we can talk about this because I've played maybe I think I said 10 minutes, but maybe it's more like 30 minutes. Like so I played as far as I talked to some birds and I found some stones that I couldn't do anything with. I have no idea where I am. Yeah. So I picked up wood, berries, and stone. I made a hammer and an axe. Yeah. I built a workbench and a bed. And then it said I couldn't sleep <laughs> in the bed because it was outside. And I went, that's <laughs> BS. <laughs> so I maybe the game's a little overhyped. I don't know. But um, I don't like, know about as far as it. I can tell, so far in the first 30 minutes, it just feels like bad World of Warcraft. Like, you know, it's like this. <laughs> third-person perspective where you're going around picking up stuff and the combat's not unexciting. Um, So I haven't found... Is there an exciting part to the game
0: yet? Well, uh, I'm not there it- yet either. This is... I mean, I've played more than that, but I, I've i probably played a total of... And someone's going to say, well, that's your problem. You only played four hours, but... Yeah, maybe. that's That oh. should be enough for me to get hooked. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this game. I think this has been true of me anytime I play any survival games. I feel this way when I play good old minecraft away you know like the non-creative mode of minecraft i feel this way a little bit when i play no man's sky i have to get over yeah. it there a little bit like yeah, there's a that's right there's an aspect to survival games whether it's the hunger system or the freaking i'm gonna die because i'm in the wrong thing or i got cold exposure or whatever like clay entertainment i was talking about them a second ago and how much i love so far Griftlands um and all their other games except for that um What's the one where you're don't starve? That one. Okay. I can't play yeah. Don't Starve, despite the fact my kids love it. Because I there's something about the okay, punch the tree till you get some wood. Now go do the thing. Oh, it's nighttime. Better have a fire ready. I don't know if those games are for me. I don't know.
1: Do you think responsible people like those games?
0: <laughs> I and don't I'm not know. suggesting you're
1: not responsible, but I kind of feel we're the same, you know, you you there's definitely some lack of when I hear about what you make for food when Kim's not around, I sort of feel like I feel really c- close to you in, in the sense, you know, you like effort to make food. <laughs> to hell with that! <laughs> like, it, you know, and that these games are kind of like you mean to get an axe. I have to get the wood and the stone, yeah. and then a workbench, and yeah. th- just drop the axe. Like it's, we're Diablo players. Like it comes pre-made. I don't have to fabricate. You're it right. Or something. It's
0: basically you're asking you to work. And yeah, I don't know yeah. if gaming and working like I there's things about Valheim where they've really made a lot of that better. Like repairing things is free and when you dismantle something you get all of it back to build again like there's some nice quality of life game things happening here that aren't adherent to realism so much in that game and i like that but i just think overall the bigger picture of those games does feel like i'm doing a job now you'd say scott wait a minute you just got in the last two breaths done talking about how much you love shipbreaker still shipbreaker is a, literally a job of taking ships apart and yeah, salvaging them together and I know, but there's something about break tearing things apart that doesn't yeah. f- have this problem with me that I have with building something up. That seems weird. I know it sounds weird. I just heard it. And you it like
1: building. Weird. You like Dyson Sphere. You like making machines that build things. It's yeah. literally the manual labor part yes. of the whole thing. Yes. Like, because <laughs> like, I, I kind of agree with you. I don't like these kinds of games either because – and. I would say that's the whiplash of no man's sky. Cause no man's sky is gorgeous and makes you feel, makes you feel something when you go to a planet with a system with three suns and there's weird creatures, but no man's sky is also kind of boring. Like it's the the actual game loop is collect copper, turn it into chromatic metal, make fuel for your ship, go in the ship, get a mission and shoot your dinky gun at things. Yeah. And it's not that satisfying. Like, you know get a cool ship and then just fly around with it like it's i hate this besmirch no man's sky because i love it it's definitely it's definitely boring sometimes a lot of the time i would say just to me because it lacks the punch of an actual video game yeah (laughs) you know and and so valheim was definitely feeling like that for me we're like why wouldn't I just continue playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla where I can literally football tackle people, <laughs> Saxons to my heart's content. And then they drop the whole weapon. Yeah. And you know, my servants make my, my, my buildings for me and stuff like, yeah. And the graphics are better, you know, and it's fully voice acted. I, I just, well, like I in Factorio or, or like Dyson sphere but, program oh, or,
0: or, or any of these like built like satisfactory. Yes. They start out with me having to pound some iron with my fist, to get a little bit of iron going but i know pretty quick here i'm gonna have a couple of conveyor belts and a factory going that's just enough to make all this myself or itself yeah. so there's something about that that i prefer someone in the chat room said i should play uh, i saw this on steam viscera cleanup detail <laughs> and this is a thing where in space there's like horrible battles that have happened and there's bloody alien parts everywhere and dead marines and everything and your job is to go in there and clean it up. You're the, you're Roger Wilco from space quest. Basically. basically, Yeah. (laughs) And, and that sounds great. I don't know why. I would play that. I know it's older yeah, now, no, 2015. or something. And that. like,
1: honestly, the one I, I kind of it crapped on No Man's Sky. But the one thing is, is you can automate or make those processes easier, which is the saving grace. Like if you get over that hump. Right. So I'm the one thing that I'm going to stick with Valheim on is if you can make a settlement and all that resource you have to go get, it turns into Stardew Valley or, or some other game where that stuff's just growable mm-hmm. in your kingdom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that feels like that would make that game okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if it's just hard going in the early stages, but I can then have a kingdom where these resources are just available to me. Yeah. Then I think that would probably make it a lot better. So I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to give it a, an earnest go. Cause, cause to me, the world sort of implies that there's these dangerous, cool places in it. So maybe it's worth sticking around to see what that's like. Yeah. But
0: yeah, I mean, I, I yeah. want to love it as much as everyone's screaming about it. And I think maybe there's a way I just. I don't yeah. know, I just but The
1: feel, initial the initial 30 minutes is not a good look, I will
0: say. No, that. it just <laughs> feels. I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, well, and it's early access and there's plenty of time to see how that thing plans out or pans out rather. Uh, so we'll have to yeah. wait and see. Um, all right. We've talked about a lot of stuff here. Oh, you played Dicey Dungeon. I love Dicey Dungeon. That's a great yeah, little game. I played
1: a ton of games, uh, the usual suspects that we don't have to talk about. But um, Dicey Dungeon uh, was better than I thought. Again, another game that um, – this one's colorful, but it – you know, I'm not it, – it's hard. I, I'm, all right. I just admit it. I'm a judge by the cover person sometimes <laughs> when it comes to
0: buying video games on Steam and sure, stuff. like sure. It's, this Sometimes thing is you just very, look at it and you're like, it's very cutesy, this, cartoony. Like, I get this it. Can't be that good. And John said it was pretty good, but
1: I'm like, it can't be that good, can it? Like, it's yeah. dice. But actually, I kind of enjoyed it. Like, I found myself playing, and I'm like, I think I'll just play for 10 minutes, and then you know, two hours went by, and I was like, okay. Like yeah. the mechanics of the game are really good. So the price is low. If you need like a time filling kind of game,
0: this works. And yeah. I
1: think. I could see it getting challenging later on. It definitely feels like Slay the Spire, but with dice. So that's basically um, it. It's like a it's, deck builder with dice, yeah. which
0: is a really interesting take. I, I, too, was like a little put off by the art style at the beginning, but um, yeah. once the gameplay gets yeah. the took in, it's not bad.
1: And it is a little weird. It's kind of this. Um, Uh, running man weird like (laughs) you're in some circus of death and you you know it's not really a dungeon but it is anyways it's good that's good um it works for for what it is and at the price point it was uh played val yeah anyways i played valheim as we talked about and dyson sphere program remains amazing yeah um it's really good i'm just i want to actually bridge into satisfactory and and factorio but I feel like it would be having three different games of Civilization <laughs> on the go at the same yeah. time. <laughs> you know, like when I play Civilization, I'm looking at two weeks of like barely any sleep and playing an epic run game. And yeah. like, it's a big life consideration to start a game of Civ. And I feel like I've done that with Dyson Sphere. And I just feel like it's, I'm asking for it by trying all of it, you know? So,
0: well, um, the nice thing I'm about. Dyson so, so the nice thing about Satisfactory is it's a way to tell, like, I think the two coolest of these game types right now are Dyson Sphere and Factorio and or sorry and um, satisfactory, satisfactory. fact F- Factorio satisfactory. is like <laughs> it, it deserves credit for being like the first and you know being really good and all that but there's things about that game that are better the, the way it handles things are just better in Dyson Sphere I hate to say it, it's just better so to me the difference to me the difference is do you want a a isometric 3d top-down sort of thing in Dyson Sphere, or do you want a first-person experience in Satisfactory? And that's really where your preference will come from because at the end of the day, a lot of what you're doing is very similar, except for the whole, like, you know, have many planets in a system and potentially a sun and a Dyson Sphere built around the sun. Like, all that stuff is obviously a different animal. but, um, Hmm. But, yeah, I really like both those games a lot. Um, and it's hard for me to pick which one I like more. I think the I think Satisfactory is more forgiving on how shitty your layouts might be. Um cuz mine are shitty. <laughs> like I'm I'm no I don't have a clean factory in that game. It's just all over the place, but I'm having so much fun in it. Um the yeah, when I play Dyson Sphere, I feel does. like I have to be a little more exacting about all right, these these conveyor belts need to be here. They got to be straight. We got to pull it over here. We got to have that. And you can get really—it's
1: got to be easier to visualize top down versus very, very much yeah. first person. Very much. Yeah.
0: So it's a little forgiving that way. But um, all the stuff's there, like stackable stuff and splitters that send you know ore off to four different places and have them all process it differently and the different machines that build the different stuff. And it's it's very cool. That game's satisfactory.
1: He's also got the multiplayer angle, right? Yeah. I don't you, think the other ones do. You can do Or maybe co-op. Factorio has like a PvP or something. I don't know. But, oh, I don't know. Oh, I think it does have co-op in Factorio. Does it? It doesn't feel like a co-op game, but like Satisfactory definitely, I remember when I first saw it pitched, was like multiplayer. Like that was a...
0: Oh, that's cool. It
1: was a build things with your friends, right? I, I mean, guess so. I don't remember. I know you play solo, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean I don't I yeah, but I think the first person perspective sort of implies that everyone's kind of I, I just always see multiple workers in the uh, in the trailers and stuff.
0: So. Yeah, Satisfactory is also easier I think as a multiplayer game because you can kind of it's also very good about it. if I needed to like like let's say I laid out a bunch of track and I'm like oh shit I don't want to do it this way I want to go the other direction. I can tear all that out and get and all the materials are returned to me. I don't lose anything by um you don't move stuff but you can disassemble it and then reassemble it somewhere else that I like. I don't like when they give you just some of the parts that you spent. Um even though that's probably more realistic, it's just not as fun. So,
1: eh it's it's a video game. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know that you're not doing realistic things to begin with in these games, so yeah, yeah I, I kind of like that aspect of so that's in Dyson Spheres,
0: right? Both you know, uh, Dyson Sphere both and in um and Satisfactory yeah. both do
1: that. I think Factorio might can you delete things because one of the things i hate about dyson spheres you get this there's this rpg mechanic where you increase your inventory as you go down the tech tree mm. i don't know if that's insatisfactory but if you get full of things and you want to delete stuff there's no way to delete it it's like a pain in, like to get rid of liquid you got to put it in a water tank and then delete the water tank like bring it back you can't have a water tank in your inventory with actual liquid in it so you just lose it Oh, I see what but you're But I'd saying. rather just delete. Like, just give me the option to remove things. I haven't been able to figure out how to delete unwanted materials in Dyson. Oh, uh, chat room saying, uh, Bo House is saying, you can. Well, please, can you tell me how to delete Well, which game
0: does he Sphere? mean? Does he mean you're the one you're talking about? Or, oh, hang it off your bag and hit delete?
1: Oh, it's in Satisfactory. No, I'm talking about Dyson Sphere. There's no way to delete inventory in Dyson Sphere. No, I think There's
0: he means Dyson tell. Sphere. Because in, in Satisfactory, I just take it down to the little delete. There's a trash can in in. uh Satisfactory. Off your bag oh yeah, he's talking about oh, okay. Dyson. So he's saying, "Oh, that's a little unintuitive though, but I'm glad it I've exists. only played <laughs> this game for 60 hours. How do you expect me to know that stuff? <laughs> yeah.
1: a, like, you know, a poorly, a poorly translated game. Come on, guys. This is what happens. That's me. my favorite thing. I've streamed some Dyson Sphere. That's the worst feeling when you're streaming and someone comes in and is like, hey, you dumb idiot. Like, why don't you do this? And, <laughs> and you're like, it, 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 when they're right, you're kind of like, oh fine, you're right, but and they don't actually say it that rudely but you know you, it makes you feel kind of like dumb
0: well this is what this is what happened to me in shipbreaker they they're there are features in that game that I didn't know about after I played 70 or 80 hours of that game and then someone said oh did you know you can just do this to the things you normally, you think you have to blow up, but you don't, you just have to knock them with a, like a fork you find floating in the ship. I'm like, shut freaking up, dude. Really <laughs> They're
1: being nice. And they're not even saying it that bad, but your brain takes it. And like, I'm an idiot. I do feel stupid. <laughs> like, Ugh, I hate that. I but, hate it.
0: But also I, I kind of like how these games are still, they still have discoverable content all that time later. Yeah. It's That's just nice when good. you discover it, Cause you
1: feel like a genius when someone comes in and is like, Hey moron.
0: Yeah but yeah building building and they they
1: don't say that that's just the subtext that you read into it
0: (laughs) The individual receiving it
1: like just to be clear you guys are great
0: yeah you guys are great that's what we're saying um but yeah chat we
1: have good chat rooms it's not a like a big streamer chat room they literally say those things no we we don't
0: don't, we we have no a-holes here that's the rule um all right let's see you mentioned diablo uh, oh heroes of the storm that's cool but you like the you like the yeah, I there? Of heroes i've
1: been playing lots of lucio actually oh uh, lucio it was fun i like lucio. i've always had this uh this the fun aspect of him is just his move speed you get the wall ride thing and you're trucking around at like plus 70 percent movement speed in some scenarios or 80 i think it feels good it's fun and yeah. so i just and then i troll people you, you know i I'm mostly a nice online player, but every now and then like I find something I, I like to do. Oh, and I have to tell you about this about Hearthstone. I'm playing a, a, a meta deck that is rogue that has a card that says, Hey loser. <laughs> and then you play it and you, you ping the enemy hero for one damage yeah. and then you bring it back into your hand and then you play it again and go, Hey loser. <laughs> so when I kill people, they've heard this gnome called Penflinger say like, Hey loser. Hey loser. Hey loser. Like 15 times. And then they die. It's, it's wow. super satisfying, but it's at the expense of the other player. Yeah. Anyways, also I like to play Lucio because he's a. I like trolley heroes that make the enemy players feel bad. I admit it. Yeah. In, not, I'm not insulting. I'm not saying they suck. I'm just schooling them in a way that's kind of bigging up my ego. And so skating around at a thousand miles per hour is Lucio, and
0: you know, telling them to break it down. It's just uh, really been doing it for Break me. it down. Yeah, I, I also like playing him. I'm, I miss yeah. I miss heroes I need to get in and play some heroes. we should
1: play some heroes yeah. you know I'm I think I'm finally over the trauma of HGC <laughs> and I you know I lit the subreddit on fire by you know posting I, I put a I was pretty. Speaking of BlizzCon, this episode yeah, I went to you were, Reddit says, you were not happy. And, uh, I said the fact that there's no Heroes of the Storm is FUC. Well, I don't know if spell the whole thing. We're trying to keep it PG, but
0: <laughs> I have an idea. You
1: know, yeah. and, and, and you know, a couple hundred people upvoted. It was at the top of the subreddit because not a lot. You know, it doesn't take as much to get to the top of the subreddit these yeah, days. That's true. And uh, I don't know. I felt a little bad, but not really. I, <laughs> I still like the game. I think I got it out of my system is what I was trying to say. Well that's about part of
0: why it's so frustrating. The game's great. There's nothing wrong with the game. It's not the game. It's the
1: I, weird I played a lot of League too in the past few months and I'm like, Yeah, I'm done with League. Heroes is much better. Yeah, like heroes I actually, a better game I enjoy heroes much better than I enjoy League.
0: Oh, we're gonna and, get emails uh, about that. But we don't care. We like we like heroes better. It's just no, better. Let's say not objectively.
1: I just like better. It's the game I prefer to play and I think you know, I think there's nothing wrong with anyone saying that. No, so I
0: don't either. I support your willingness to say that entirely. All right. Well, we've done it, everybody. We've completed our task, and we made a show, and we missed John, but we had fun anyway. That's the fun part. Even when Bo's not here, we have fun. When John's not here, we have fun. When I'm not here, it screws everybody over that's the we worst fun too. we've done a few shows without you not many but that's we, true we, a couple we, of them yeah. To. yeah you guys do good but those.
1: whenever one is missing we never have as much fun as when the other one's here that's just the science of just it just the science
0: yeah that's a good the way the mashup
1: guy's gonna have to work real hard to find me talking about poo and peen <laughs> and all that <laughs> all the, all the peas <laughs> pretty 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 peen light episode of course sorry yeah uh, I always feel bad now because he's got a Patreon and I sort of like to imagine if I don't if we don't say enough explicit things and he's like going hungry <laughs> like damn it talk about inappropriate things alright I have yeah, a family to feed it means
0: money yeah. now Yeah. Um, well alright Uh. good stuff nonetheless I was glad we got to hang out and uh, we'll be back next week with more uh, reminder that if you like this show hey why don't you support us on Patreon patreon.com slash core show is where you do that super simple super easy just head on over there check out the rewards and decide yeah this is for me I'm going to plunk something down and do it and then uh, we'll all be happier and the show will continue on. Uh, we'll be back next Thursday, in a normal our normal night. And uh, normal. John should be back with us and Bo and everybody, and so we're looking forward to it. Um, we'll see how it goes between now and then. I'm guessing we'll get a bunch of emails about how to properly play Valheim. So I'm excited about those uh, because I'd really like to like it more. I really would. I just need to figure out how to yeah, build maybe, a factory. You know
1: what we have to do is we have to, we have to make a point of having a game night and just get 10 of us in there and just... Just,
0: go just crazy. go nuts. Yeah, because it, it a whole we, ten? That, right, the servers do ten. Is that right? I
1: read like one to ten players on a server. Okay. So, like, if we could have a big party, get Garrett and Kyle and John and Joss, like, just whoever who wants to join Brian, uh, you know, we can get Dunaway in there. Yeah, and, uh, they all whoever. have it. Every one of them bought it. So, yeah, like whoever wants, to, like that is that's the, what was the tough thing about Heroes is like we only have five people. Sometimes there was a six that wanted to play. You know, so I. I feel like this is an opportunity for us to actually kind of have a game
0: where we can all just goof off. for. Yeah, I agree. So We're not done with mm-hmm. Valheim. Valheim is not done with us. That's what we're saying. Uh, all right, go build your factories. Go build your fun times. And uh, we'll be back next week with more. Thanks for listening, everybody. Go to Core Show on Twitter and visit us online. We're over at frogpants.com slash core. And leave us reviews wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us out a lot. It gets us up there in the ranks on the video game podcast. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.